Welcome to Talking Heads on USA Global TV, starring the one and only wonderful Dr. Jacqueline. It's a prestigious place where world-class influencers and experts meet, and where you'll find the most trusted advisors and coaches for all things in life and business. Visit usaglobaltv.com to sign up for our newsletter, get the value you need, and be first in line to learn about events and giveaways and other valuable content. Connect with us. Email Dr. Jacqueline at usaglobaltv.com to talk about how you can become part of USA Global TV. That's USA Global TV, where the doctor is always in. Hello, everyone, and welcome to USA Global TV and radio. I'm the founder and president, Dr. Jacqueline Kerbeck, and our show today is the business talk show. And if you missed it, last week was our 100th episode. Yes, Mr. Al Sini has been with me through 100 episodes. Today's 101. We've got a great guest. Let's bring out Al, and then we'll bring out Robert J. Moore. Hi, Al. How are you? Uh, yeah, I'm doing just fine, Dr. Jacqueline, and thanks. Uh, thanks for keeping inviting keeping inviting me back. It's uh, it's a great place to be on a Wednesday afternoon. Well, thank you, Al. I was thinking that a hundred shows would mean fifty per year because we take two weeks off usually. That's two years you've been with me doing this. That is that is two years. That's uh, <laughs> and that is and listen, it's it's gone by like a blink. Uh, but uh, but I I've watched you and USA Global TV grow over those two years, and I'm frankly amazed by what you've accomplished in that very short period of time. Well, thank you. And for those who are joining us for the first time, Al has been an incredible mentor, coach, partner, and friends. And I really couldn't have done it without you. You were there from the very beginning. I shared this story a million times, but we actually met in a parking lot at another television station. You were on the phone and I came up to you to talk to you about a real estate deal. <laughs> remember, I that? remember that? I remember <laughs> that. I remember that. I, instead of running away, I was, uh, I, I, I stuck around and I listened to it. So <laughs> You did. I actually invested in that deal, by the way. That's a story for another day. You know, I don't know that everybody, uh, the people that are watching and listening, don't really have uh, an appreciation, I think, for the breadth of experience that you bring to USA Global TV. While your audience and uh, your your community of co-hosts are people who tend to focus, I think, mostly on self-improvement and uh, lifestyle, you are a solid business person with solid business experience, too. And that, I, I think, just adds to the value that you bring. Well, thank you, Al. I appreciate it. You know, it, it's interesting. Just a quick side note that I worked in corporate for my whole career. But during that time, I also got uh, training on how to do makeup. I was a makeup artist at Bloomingdale's and Macy's. I had my insurance license in two states, my real estate license. I was a fund manager. Mm. So I've done a number of things in addition to, to what I'm doing. And it's all come in handy. Everything that I've done, actually, the makeup, sure. I can do my own makeup for the show. Yeah. Uh, it's So for people who are out there who are entrepreneurs, there are a lot of skills that you probably have that you're not even aware that you can tap into to bring into your business. So I always say, be curious, go out there and try new things, and you'd be surprised at how you can incorporate them into your life. So, think, Mr. Sini, I, I think that curiosity point that you make is really a key point, especially if you're talking to other people and respecting what they have to offer. The, the real power you have as an interviewer is in your curiosity and your interest in what they have to say, and, and you deliver in spades every week, every day, Dr. Jacqueline. Good for you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Well, you are 
quite the accomplished person yourself. I want to spotlight you. If you can just share with our audience what it is you're doing when you're not on this platform, what you're doing in your business, what you're doing at RVN Television, what you're doing with the advocates, and then we'll bring out Robert J. Moore. Great. Thank you, Dr. Jacqueline. I appreciate that. Uh, in addition to co-hosting the business talk show here on USA Global TV with Dr. Jacqueline, I also host a couple of programs on RVN Television, that's rvntelevision.com, uh, Friday mornings, morning coffee with a co-host buddy of mine, Joe Asimendi, who Dr. Jacqueline knows pretty well, and also a program called CEO Chat. And on Wednesdays at 10 o'clock, I co-host a program with Lisa Maniocchi and Mark Iorio called The Advocates, where we celebrate people doing good, good people doing good things, and uh, not just not-for-profits, but also for-profit organizations that focus on changing, transforming, and improving people's lives. And it's a very rewarding experience, always. When I'm not hosting streaming video programs and working with Dr. Jacqueline, uh, we offer a team-building experience uh, based on work that we've done called the Brand and Culture Alignment Toolkit. We have a four-hour workshop that we can do with any team of any size, pretty much anywhere in the world. Uh, the only barrier is English-speaking. And uh, teams from two to, let's say, 20 people for a fixed price, we can align your people with your purpose, your team's purpose. And we do it through a series of exercises that are fun and engaging and also very insightful. And in this four-hour experience, people learn about, a lot about themselves. And they, uh, in particular, more importantly, they learn a lot about each other and who they are collectively. And when it's all over, it's a cohesive team that's focused on what it needs to do and rewarding work for us and from what i understand from our clients it's rewarding it's a rewarding experience for them so thanks dr jacqueline for that opportunity to uh, get the word out and al if you would just tell people about your talking head show that's starting up again in august yeah we're going to be kicking this up i mean what what uh, uh, the basis for the team building experience which is as yet unnamed but stay tuned uh, is this brand and culture alignment toolkit. And I've been offering a series of uh, programs on USA Global TV, half hour talking heads, which I highly recommend to any expert out there. If you've got a message for people, if you've got a lesson to offer, get a hold of Dr. Jacqueline through usaglobaltv.com. Uh, log on to that website, learn about talking heads, become a talking heads presenter. A terrific way to connect with an audience and impart your knowledge, not just impart your knowledge, but also connect you with uh, wonderful people who could be clients and partners. And uh, so thanks for that opportunity, Dr. Jacqueline. And it's an opportunity well, well worth exploring for any coach, consultant, or trusted advisor out there that's looking to connect to a larger audience. Thank you very much, Al. I appreciate that. Pleasure. Well, I'm excited to welcome back our guest and friend of USA Global TV. And I have the honor of actually reading something about him in this new book, Adversity to Awesome. Robert has a chapter. It starts on page 15, Robert J. Moore. So the uh, headlines. I'm going to read a little bit and then we'll welcome him out. Perfect. A quick look around Robert's office will show you his magnetic entrepreneur Inc. brand nearly everywhere. He's a seasoned professional speaker, coach, videographer, and publisher who has been featured in Forbes and Disrupt magazines. Robert has received two honorary doctorate degrees, published over 100 books, and has been recognized as a Guinness World Record holder. He pays attention to details and is exceptionally persistent. 
He tells his audience, he performs, and he participates. He's an example of his Guinness World Record, one for being an actual holder of the award and another for being a participant and equal in another Guinness World Record. His mm. publishing company has published over 100 books, and many of them have become international, best-selling, and award-winning books. He's spoken on world-class stages with Jack Canfield, Les Brown, Bob Proctor, Eric Thomas. I could go on and on and on. Let's bring the man out himself. Definitely. Welcome. Joining the, us the, from Canada, Robert The J. man, Martin. the story, and the legend. <laughs> Welcome. How you doing? Welcome back, Robert Moore. Nice to you see know, you. I got, I got to say congratulations on your 100. Uh, and, you know, you guys, are, you guys are amazing together at times. I sit there once in a while. I'll sit there and just have it on and while I'm doing my work. I'll just sit there and listen to you guys and some of the stuff you guys come up with, sometimes it makes me laugh and excited and <laughs> well, you're just having so much fun. I just have to listen at times, you know? Well, it's, it's, it's good to have you in the audience, uh, Robert. It's great to have you on, on the program. Uh, why don't we start? Uh, yeah, first of all, your story and uh, adversity to awesome. I mean, the awesome part of it was what Dr. Jacqueline just sort of summarized. But there was an adversity part of it that precedes all that awesome awesomeness it was, it was quite it unique and you know it's funny because the way you say that I've, I've been actually going over my story quite a bit lately and i'll tell you why i've been going over my story but i'll tell you in a bit later okay uh, and it's it's huge it's <laughs> i just i just keep getting getting more more happening it's just i love it i mean I, I can't stop i can't stop uh enjoying myself is what it is and huh. and uh showing myself that it can be done not showing others it can be done Showing myself it could be done because I surprised myself, I think. <laughs> wow. That's no. a, well, but but the adversity part of it, what you had to go through before you can get to where yeah. you are now. Well, I was Maybe a drug addict know. alcoholic, right? I was a drug addict uh, alcoholic for many, many years. I was 16 years in and out of jail, seven years on the streets. Hmm. I was the kind of person that didn't want to listen to you. I wanted to listen to me. I knew I knew better, and I, I was the one to end up uh, in the sling. I was the one to end up uh, $150,000 in debt at the time, living on the streets, rolling cigarette butts uh, off the ground well, and stealing beer, stealing beer out of the back of the beer store. <laughs> well, you know, an awful lot of people would work really hard to hide all that and put a smiley little face in front of it. And uh, but ape, in my mind, anyway, a great reason why people might want to engage you, uh, your magnetic entrepreneur publishing system is because of all this experience you have and all well, the things you've had to work through to get the work. My theory is put it on the table. You've been through okay. it, put it on the table. The, the affinity part of this, here's the biggest part of this. Nobody can hold it against me now. I've already mm -hmm. said it. I've already said, hey, I was a drug, drug addict. I was an alcoholic. I was a, I was a cheater. I was a liar. I was a thief or whatever I was. I was it. You know what I mean? It was what I did with it to make myself better is what changed my life. You know what I mean, yeah. when I when I had to go through those mixed emotions, overwhelming emotions, where I couldn't stand to even be around people, I just hated people. But it wasn't the people I hated; it was the way I felt internally, and mm -hmm. I couldn't adjust to that. So well, until, I, until I until I digested that, it ripped all my emotions apart and rebuilt them one by one, basically. Well, and, and for people out there who may have had a kind of a checkerboard past. 
people who may have or experienced difficulties of any kind, not just necessarily addiction or uh, but health problems or social mm -hmm. problems or I mean, there are people out there who may feel as though their future is limited by their past. And I think when you run into a coach like Robert J. Moore, who kind of embodies the fact that you're that the past is prologue and your future is not written yet. Uh, you know, I think I think that's a very powerful story. Uh, you know, here's the thing. I was I was sitting in getting my grade 12 because I didn't know what to do. I was getting out of rehab at the time. I was three months clean and sober. Mm -hmm. And I said, OK, well, I wanted to get some education. So I went in and got my education, got my, my grade 12. But the thing is, you're sitting there at an adult learning center kind of thing. And there's people that are 15, 20 years juniors of your age and talking about how they went got drunk last night and you're three months clean. So you just want to get in that conversation and mm. talk about war stories. You know what I mean? But to me, the thing is what was more important at the time was getting that education to build that future. I've already lived that life. I don't need to sit there and reminisce about what I did and what I didn't do and what I could be doing. It's interesting. You know I, mean? so I changed that around. Got my grade 12 and then went on to get my social service worker diploma, my addiction degree, my BA in psychology, master's in counseling psychology, harm reduction, mental health crisis, two honorary doctorate degrees for the stuff I've done. I worked in crisis centers. It was mm -hmm. different from the counseling part of it because you can't counsel them in there. You have to kind of coach them in a different way. You have to kind of just bring the psychology part out of them, let them come up with the answers, mm -hmm. which allowed me to do the opposite. Um, and now, I mean, when I'm sitting there talking to people, people sit there and say, well, how do you know the stuff you know about me? And I said, you're telling me through your body language. You're telling me through your facial expressions. You know what I mean? You're just telling me through the words, the tone of voice. When I'm talking about something, you're either balking it or you're engaging in it. Hmm. Wow. Robert, a question I have for you, because this has come up before on other shows, not with you, but are the demons ever there do they ever show up to those urges ever come back or once you made well, your I mean, there's, there's days like for instance today okay just we're going to talk about today part here in a second once in a while i'll sit there and think well it'd be nice to have, you know have a beer let's let's uh, reward myself well i know if i have one beer i'm going to have 20 beers i know if i have 20 beers i'm going to be the a-hole i was before i was going to be angry i was sad mm -hmm. i'm not going to be a nice person so why put myself in that position? It's like saying, to, I tell my wife and everybody all the time, if you're going to sit in the barber's chair long enough, you're going to get a haircut. Hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> Simple. If you go to a bar to play pool, the primary purpose of the bar is not to play pool. You know what I mean? Think about it. So I, I tell people, watch what you're doing. Don't put yourself in the position you don't want to be. If it's the people you're hanging around with that change your attitude and the way you feel, change that. I've had to literally dismiss certain people in my life, even my own family, just to be where I'm at today. Because I didn't like the way they were they were doing their life and I didn't want to fall in that little trap again. Wow. That's great advice. And I have a question for you. Um, actually, I'm, I'm kind of curious about this. Uh, you're a recovered alcoholic, except we should yeah. say recovering. Because as you say, you could fall right back in easily if you're just put in a position where it's available to you. And that's why you try to avoid that. I mean, well, like I was saying, like today is a good day. I was just talking to my son, just said happy birthday to him. It's his 30th birthday today, which oh, indeed he just made me a grandfather for the first time. Wow. Now, wow. now I feel a little old. <laughs> that's, that's... It's scary. It was very scary when he says, 
oh, dad, you're going to be a grandfather. Wow, this is exciting. And then all of a sudden it's like, wait a minute. Yeah, <laughs> you know, was, I'm, I'm happy. I'm excited. Now, on the other hand, today's a bittersweet day, though. The bittersweet day is, okay, my grandfather died on this day years ago. Huh. I wasn't alive when he was when I didn't meet him, so I don't know the you know the times or year or whatever. Mm-hmm. My mother, 2015, died on this day. Mm-hmm. The one that raised me, and my stepmom that raised me, um, she died on this day, 1992. My son, the one that's birthday today, his mother, my wife, died giving birth to him today too. Wow! So there's three of them, three deaths in one day, and there's one. That's happy. So I go with the happy thing. I just say, listen, you know, here's the way it works. If I'm feeling that stress or feeling that ease or something, I'll just say, listen, I'm going to go make some money today, man. And then we'll go spend it with the family. That's hmm. all I do. That's how I work things. Well, I mean, that, that you know, Dr. Jacqueline, as a coach, how do you get people to shift from remembering the Robert just identified three or four things associated with today that are very painful but said he chose today when he woke up to concentrate on the good thing about today rather than the bad things mm-hmm. about today. As a coach, how do you encourage people to make that shift between looking backward at how miserable things are and, and instead looking forward at how good they can be? Thank you, Al. I actually just had this conversation with my mother last night to a degree. <laughs> it's about releasing it, letting it go. It's a, You're acknowledging it, but then... You, you give thanks for it because it happened for a reason. You can learn something from it. These people meant something to you. They're a part of your life. You let them go. And then you decide, where do I want to put my energy? Am I going to put my energy looking back, feeling sorry, dragging sadness with me? Or am I going to look ahead and look around at what I do have and be thankful for that? So mm-hmm. it's your son's birthday. So I would definitely be focused on that. That's- well, the way, the way I tell people myself is because I did therapy. I was a therapist for 15 years and I, I, I focus on emotions and everything as, as other people need it. Right mm-hmm. now, there was a lot of death. I used to tell people, look, you're never going to forget those beautiful memories, but forgive up, forgive that person for what they did do. That made you feel awful. And I said, by the way, you should forgive yourself for that too. Cause you're the one that should be forgiving yourself, not them. And second of all, if you want to really let them go and you really want to do it right, go to the dollar store, get yourself a helium balloon, Mm -hmm. write a note, write a note, stick it to that balloon, go somewhere, do a little prayer or something, just spend some time alone, talk to that person, let that balloon go with that, with that letter on it, gone. Wow. Well, I I want to ask you, I, I never got a chance to ask you that question I mentioned I had for somebody I know is a recovering alcoholic. And it's a question I have for for anybody that is overcoming something like that, you mentioned keeping yourself away from the temptation, which I think is obviously smart. Great advice for anybody dealing with that. Do you have liquor in your home that you could serve to guests, even though you don't use it yourself? Or do you keep that totally away from you? I mean, it wouldn't bother me if I did, but I'll be honest with you. I mean, we don't really have people that come over because I work so many hours and um, I'd rather go to their house. Uh, my wife does her business from home too. She sells things online. Okay. And we got we, we kind of keep that like a private thing. The only time we really have people come over is when my VIP students come over. Okay. Okay. So so but when you do go over to somebody else's house or you go to a party and they're serving liquor, you're totally comfortable with saying I'll have a club soda. 
No, I don't even drink soda. I, I mean, I'll drink a kombucha or I'll drink some water. Water's fine with me. I don't mind that at all. I'm no less of a man. I'm a worse of a. I am less of a man if I drink the booze, though. That's what. That's what. That's what you're trying to avoid. No less. Of, no less of a man though. I drink water. I'm there to have a good time. That's Nobody. Right. It used to be. It used to be. Now check this out. When I first quit, the first three years, I go somewhere with my dad. Bless his soul. Right. Uh -huh. I go somewhere with my dad, and he would sit there and say, "Okay, well." What's Robert going to do? People that here drink. And I said, Dad, just let it be. It's okay. Relax. So we go in there and they say, Robert, would you like a beer? And my dad says, oh, 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 he don't drink no more. I said, Dad, let me speak for myself. Uh -huh. I mean, he, he was just so overprotective like that. Well, right? that's a kind of it. It's a, the kind of question you can answer for yourself. Thank you very much. I, I can I, say no. I just, I made a joke out of it. Yeah. Uh, I turn Aboriginal when I drink and an and, and, uh, Aboriginal person turns white. Well. It's, it's people are probably <laughs> thankful that you, you know, that you shared that with them because um, you're just being yourself. You're being authentic, and it, that doesn't work Very for you. Authentic. So. Very yeah. authentic. Sure. Yeah. I mean, nobody I, can. I, mean, I have no problem speaking up, telling people, "Look, I'm in the wrong." Yeah. You know? so, Robert, yeah, I, mean, I can't help but notice since we saw you last time, you have the beautiful lights there for the name of your business. And yeah. I've had a number of people ask, uh, we've got a show called The Corner Bookstore and writers come on and authors, but a number of people have asked, should I self-publish or should I work with a publisher? And I was wondering if you could address that. And I think you have a special offer for our audience as well. Actually, I do right now. I do have right now. It's an amazing offer right now. I'm putting out a 55% uh, off right now. My sale, normally it's like $5,500. That's for everything in the package. That's your, that's your everything you think of. Just write the transcript. I'll do the cover. I'll do the editing. I'll do the formatting. I'll do the promoting. I'll put it in Ingram. I'll put it up and around. Now, if someone ends up doing a book with me and my name is on it, I can actually put it through Forbes um, and actually have them promote it through. Why wow. can I do that? Because I got something right here I want to show you guys. I just got this award. It's the Forbes Coaches Council, the official member Right, and you know it's me. That's wow! Congratulations! And I, I was looking at that while you were talking before, and and I, I know that that part of the conversation is coming up. What is the Forbes Coaches Council, and how did you get to be a member of it? Well, we're allowed to write. We're actually allowed to write in the magazine online and everything else. Uh, mm -hmm. What we do is we we'll write the articles. That share they're shareable ones, right? You have to be shareable. Anything that goes into the material has to be educational, shareable has to be something that will enhance the knowledge of somebody else. Hmm. So I, I mean, I'll be honest with you. When I first started writing, I was the worst speller ever, but I was, yeah. I turned out to be the bestseller. So I used that as an excuse. People would say, well, you can't spell. And I said, I don't need to spell. I'm a bestseller. <laughs> you know I mean, <laughs> I mean it's just kind of, you got to make a joke about it because otherwise you're going to be critiqued. Sure. And it's like, you're, you're going to be angry and frustrated, upset, but who are you really angry at? Not hmm. them. No. Right. <laughs> so, and you'll see up there my license plate, my old license plate motivator. <laughs> that was on the back of my car. Um, and when I switched the cars over, I took that off. I retired that. And uh, eventually, eventually uh, I'll sell that both of them in, in Canada here and let someone else take over that or let my son take over or whatever. Right. And Robert, while I have you on Spotlight, can you talk to, you, you mentioned your package. What's included in that? So people are making a decision, oh, I'll just publish on Amazon by myself or I'll work with Robert. Uh, what you know what? Amazon, Amazon, you don't really get too far. 
um, unless you know the right techniques, unless you know how to do the right keywords, unless you know how to promote it properly, unless you know how to do this, this, this. There's about 50 different things you got to do. I've done, you say 100 books, that's actually enhanced to 140 books now. And we also got about 15 of them in, in the queue right now ready to be published. So, I mean, it's it's really quite entertaining to see how fast I can grow and how fast people come to do their stuff. I'm doing, I'm, if you go on, where is it? Uh, Magnetic Entrepreneur, it should be right in the thing I sent you there in the email um, about where to go, the author section on Magnet, Magnetic. What's my website there? Magnetic, uh, is it underscore or is it dash? I think I it's a dash. It. Yeah, yeah Magnetic it. Dash. I, I used to be Magnetic Entrepreneur Inc. That's why I was trying to think which one it is now. Mm-hmm. Because someone someone actually bought that off me and I didn't even know they bought it. And it was like, why would you sell my, my site? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> they actually sold it was it was because I wasn't using it for a while, I guess. Yeah. And I, and I really didn't understand too much about websites. Only reason why I have a website right now is because Forbes asked me to put it up. Wow. And that's the only reason that why I've never had a website. I never advertised. I never did anything. And I'll tell you what, my business was $150,000 in debt when I first started 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. Today, it's estimated at 3.2. Super you know I mean? like, fabulous. <laughs> so, so uh, Robert, along those lines, when you were in debt, and I know we talked about this on earlier shows, but for people who maybe didn't get a chance to watch it, what is it that you did that took you from being in the red to being in the black? Yeah, Do you remember? Great question. I had to look at my life. I had to say, okay, let me put it this way. If you put your head in water, literally put your head in water, all your whole head, what are you going to be doing? You're going to be wishing you had some air, right? So you pull out and you get some air. So now if you want, if you want your dreams to come true as bad as you want that air, I do the 18 inch rule where you actually put it from your head to your heart. Because when you put something in your heart, you also put emotion behind it. You also drive, you put that drive behind it. So I said to myself, I wanted to be an author. It was one step at a time. It wasn't, oh, let's go to B Forbes. I like to do this. I like to do that. Too scattered. Your mind don't work that way. It's too scattered. You're going too many different directions. It's like when I see people, they'll go from one event, they'll go to this event, they'll go to this event, they'll go to this event. All those different events basically are the same thing as what they would have went to at the first one, but they're trying to combine it all in one and overwhelm themselves. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is mind map it. And what do I mean by mind map? Here's yourself, but all the different things that that person does. How do they get to people? Who are they talking to? What are they talking to? What are they talking about? How they dress? How they do their uh, paperwork? How do they do their stuff like that? Now go on the section over here but you over here, how do you relate to those things? What are the similarities that you do with that other person? So now you're building a, an image for yourself. So now basically I've studied 52 uh, top achievers in the world, but wow. on stage with most of them too. The thing is, if I studied them, I'm going to take a nugget of each of them, a nugget mm-hmm. of each of them and build the person like in that map. So when I build that person in the map, it's un- unstoppable. Uh, you know, that there was a pretty well-known guy, not in the computer business anymore, but back when he was, somebody asked him what his secret of success was. And he said, that's simple. Just put all your wood behind one arrow. That That is, don't don't scatter your attention all over the place. Just pick one thing so that you can be better than anybody else and do it. 
And he said, in doing it, the secret is to stop talking about it and actually stand up and get it done. Well, there's action behind everything, right? Well, and that, and that, you know, to me anyway, that's the real value that you offer as a coach. So for people that are going to reach out to you, I mean, hopefully people that are watching and listening, everybody has a problem with being blocked, often emotionally, unable to move forward because they've got this thing that they're stuck behind. Sometimes they can't even see it. They don't even, they feel it, but they don't even know what it is. Unblocking people, I think, would be a core value of working with Robert Moore. You're just not going to. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. In the last week, I've had at least five five of my students come to me and tell me something. Hmm. Each of them told me how happy they are working with me, how I affected them, what they're doing today more clear, and Hmm. how they're expressing themselves a lot better. And they told me, each of them told me similarity, things like that. And there was five of them. And it was like, I never asked them. It was mm-hmm. just like right out of the blue, all five of them came to me and told me. It was like, wow, what's going on here? You know what I mean? It was just like I attracted it. Everything was starting to just pile up and, and do the attraction of things. Mm-hmm. I mean, I end up with this. I end up with going on Forbes and I, on the council sure. and I got the award. And uh-huh. then other things started hitting me. I mean, I got an investment, uh, some people investing in me. And it's like I'm building my business up to 10 more people to build. You know, so that means it's looking at a five-year term. I'm going anywhere from five to ten mil. Hmm. That's that's impressive, Robert. And a little later on, you're going to get to tell everybody in the audience how to reach you. Uh, yeah, it's not how to reach you. Reach. But what's that first conversation with Robert Moore like? How do you start that conversation? What do you? I, do you I always tell him go on the calendar. First of all, get on the calendar, and make a time that is suitable for yourself, and then obviously it would be suitable for me because it's you can do it on the calendar. Mm-hmm. And one of the biggest things that I'm going to ask you is, uh, you know, just tell me a bit about yourself. Mm-hmm. I want to build that organic relationship right then and there. Sure. Because, you know what, if nothing works out, at least we got organically as a friend. You know what I mean? Then I then I try and say, okay, well, if you've never done anything before, great. I got nothing to break, can't break the mold if the mold's not there. Right? So now we just have to retrain you on a level and, and different behaviors that you have and bring them into a mindset where you can actually do a business. Like anybody can do a business, no matter what it is. You just have to believe in what you're doing. You have to believe in yourself. You got to know the right connections. I up-level people to that next level, sometimes four or five levels up. You know what I mean? Like I've seen people go from bankruptcy to six, seven figures easily. Hmm. So, So good candidates for you would be people who are working for a living and thinking about going on their own? Or well, that's, anybody who wants to upbrand themselves. Okay. I'm a brander. I brand people. I teach people how to get that next level. You could be living on, I've taught people living on the street. People living yeah. on the street. Was, for instance, there was a guy that came up to me three years ago. Yeah, three years ago. He had a card in his hand. His card said, we we're at an event and I went out in the hallway, right? Just get a little bit of air, a little bit of digesting. And he says, he goes, Robert, he goes, I really like what you said on stage. That was a day I shared stage, but I think it was Les Brown and Bob Proctor when he was alive, plus his soul too. Mm-hmm. And then next thing you know, uh, he comes out and he says, here's my card. Nobody's read his card all day, and he's handed it to everybody almost there. I looked at the card, and I said, wow, that's kind of a different way to put it. And what was on that attracted me was looking for an opportunity. That's what he had on, looking for an opportunity. Well, so I said, listen, I said, that's an open-door invitation right there. So I sat right then and there. People were walking behind us, around us. It was almost like we are invincible. Right. We're just we focus right on each other. We start talking to each other. And next thing you know, I went from there and he he said, Well, I'm looking for that opportunity. I don't know what to do. 
this guy was two hundred thousand dollars in debt. Well, he had no clue what to do. Hmm. So it went from there. Uh, I said, well, let's work together. And he couldn't afford me for long. He afforded me for a little while, about three months, and he couldn't afford me anymore because he had just too much debt. So he let me go, and I didn't hear from him again for like a year and a half, two years. Right? So what happened last year? He got a hold of me. He said, I want to thank you like crazy, man. I said, okay. That's a that's great introduction again. How you doing? Hell yeah. He, uh, he says, whatever you said, you said this, this, and this. Really, really, really resonated with me. He goes, I'm at a debt right now. I own my own home again. I've worked for Bob Proctor right at the high level. And, you know, I got to thank you. I said, wow, that's pretty cool. I love it. Yeah, yeah really cool. Wow. Amazing. Yeah. Super fantastic. So I, I've, had, I've had some of the people that come to me really are, some of them are, are way up there in the millions. They work with mm -hmm. me. The problem is they're missing part of their foundation of their business. Hmm. They're missing part of their structure of the business. And that's where I come in key. I'm an outside box thinker. So I, I just sit there and watch them. I, I watch, I watch, and I watch. All of a sudden it comes to me. It's like, boom. Well, you ever tried this or that? I never thought of that. Right? Okay. Well, that's okay. You don't have to do it if you don't want to. But, I mean, it's just suggesting. Actually, you know hmm. they're doing it. And then they're, they're happy-go-lucky. <laughs> cool. I wanted to ask you, Robert, about the publishing. Would you publish children's books, or does it have to be certain genres? I I do. Uh, I'm doing a children's book right now for uh, Les Brown's daughter. Uh, she's yeah. one of my students too, uh, Serena Brown Travis. I'm actually publishing one of her books right now. It's for the reason why she wanted to come to me is because she knows I'm well connected and well rounded with a lot of different people. So hers is about the youth and teaching the youth about basically that you know, you could do something with your life. So it's about the NFL players. She wants NFL players to, to get a hold of it and teach after they're done the NFL, what they do to help the youth. So I know Reggie Russ, uh, uh, Buccaneers, good friend of mine. He, uh, he He's going to take on the book afterwards. I know a few people that will actually interview her that deal with a lot of people with the NFL players. So I hooked her up with all these different areas. She goes, how do you know all these people? I said, I should be asking you this stuff. I mean, you shouldn't be asking me this stuff. You're Les Brown's daughter, for crying out loud. And she like, she didn't even know who she was when I first met her. Wow. She was still under that cloud of my dad's, uh, you know, the main guy in the world for speaking, mm -hmm. you know. And But she was actually going by, I guess all the kids do it. They, they were going by example from him, and they were trying to be him. I said, well, why don't you try being yourself? Yeah, how about I mean, that? That yeah. was, and you know what? She she never really had that opportunity until her and I met up, and I I brought her to Canada, and then she spoke on stage for thirty five minutes, and she goes, Robert, I just broke a lot of the rules my dad put out there. I said, Great, that's what I want. And she goes, What do you mean? She goes, I don't feel good about that. I said, But here's the thing: you may not feel good about that, but the problem is you're beginning to be you. So breaking those rules are going to feel good later on. That's, I think that's really critical. I mean, there are an awful lot of people who see people that impress them, feel like they need to act like those people in order to become successful. But that's not you. That's somebody else. There could be one or two traits of that person that you can borrow. But, you know, I mean, but ultimately you've got to be you or people are going to know it. I mean, people will catch you. <laughs> that's you can't be fake. There's nothing yeah, fake I mean, about people, being you. That's probably the first thing people detect as soon as you come out of the box and 
pretend you're Tony Robbins. Everybody's just going to say there's somebody uh, pretending they're Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins is great, but see, they don't know the why he's wearing black all the time. A lot of people don't even notice it. Hmm. They don't even notice. When they go to one of his concerts, he's always wearing black. No yeah. matter what, he's always wearing black. He always has a routine. He only has 13 programs. He just switches them around. Yeah. I studied him so much that I got to know everything about him. Really? Uh, yeah, same with Kyle Wilson. Kyle Wilson's Jim Rohn's ex-business partner. He's the one who taught me a lot about publishing. Uh-huh. I mean, on one book alone, he makes almost $200,000. Wow. Wow. You know what I mean, like, like seriously, I mean, he taught me a lot of little tricks that keep the residual income going quite nicely. Hmm. And you've got all that advice on file. You can help anybody who might be looking for solutions like that because you've been there already. Yeah. That's I am really man. great. You want to say hi to the world? Hey, hey how you doing? Hi. Have an iPhone. <laughs> you have an iPhone? Yeah, I got an iPhone. <laughs> What's his name? This is uh, JJ. JJ, say hi. Hey, JJ. Hi, JJ. <laughs> Four years old. Cute. Smart little cookie. He's good at it. Well, there, out, buddy. JJ, JJ's got four years old down. Yeah. <laughs> first. He knows how. <laughs> yeah, JJ's got four years. <laughs> Good for him. Hi, JJ. What are you looking for? <laughs> I'm on a live right now, so can you take him, please, for a few minutes? <laughs> Where? See Where? you later, buddy. Bye, JJ. Well, can we wait? Yeah, come on, come on. We're going to play in grandma's home. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> That's cute. Sorry about that. That's cute. I never, ever, ever give him crap for being in here. There's no need to traumatize him. The best way to do it is just be kind to him, let him do his little thing, yeah. and he gets it over it. He don't know. I, th I think that's advice that works with anybody. If I didn't yeah. want him, you know, I could have locked yeah. the door. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. that's great. Good. So, uh, Robert, one thing I just wanted to touch on, because I've had so many people reach out about this, like Tony Robbins, for example, Les Brown, people want to get connected with them. They want them to promote their products. And I've turned around and said, well, what is the value you're bringing to them? Right. So so can you share a little bit more for people who are they're looking for somebody else to do something for them? But what is the value they're bringing? Right. So here, yeah, that's 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 huge. Huge, huge, huge. Hypothetically, people come to me and say, listen, they want to be connected with me. Well, I'm, what do you got to offer? I mean, like, you know, I'm not just, I mean, we built ourselves up that we don't have to associate with everybody anymore. Hmm. Like when I was growing I, and I was, I was like, oh, I got to be here. Oh, I got to do this. Oh, I got to do that. They're going to recognize me if I do that. But that was just silly because what I was doing is just put myself out there, but connected myself with all the wrong people a lot of times. Right, because I don't know what these other people are doing. So Tony Robbins, Kyle Wilson, Les Brown, all that. Here's one of the things: Tony will. Uh, Tony has all his own vents. Why don't you put yourself in there? You want to connect yourself in there and make a few bucks too at the same time? I'll tell you how you do it: get a hold of affiliate link, get, write them in, get an affiliate link, and say, "Listen, I, I know a lot of people I'd like to meet with Tony. I'd like to have an affiliate link and make some money off this too. I know a lot of people that do it. They make some pretty good money. I've done it before." And they got me in the door. 
hmm. right, to certain people and say, hey, listen, I'm on the affiliate link. I've done this. I've done that. I've been on stage with Tony. I've been on stage with all these people. You know, like, they're, they're don't put them on the pedestal. Don't ever put someone on a pedestal because they fall, you fall. Where's that lead? That doesn't lead very nice. Be yourself. Try and grow. Ask questions if you don't know. Don't put yourself in that corner sitting there saying that, oh, I'm with this person, I'm with that person, and that person doesn't even know you. Hmm. I mean, that's one of the biggest things people try and do. They want to, like you said, play the role of other people. Well, how about you play the role yourself and implement what they're doing? Go there, look at their paperwork. Go there, look at the way they're talking. Look at the way they're organizing their events. Look at what they're doing. Follow their footsteps, but make it your own. Hmm. Don't put 100% of their stuff in your stuff because it's it's plagiarizing. I, you know, I, I think there's a risk people run when they become starstruck. You know, that whole idea that somehow they are a different kind of a human being than I am. Uh, uh, first of all, you're selling yourself short for yeah. one thing. And second of all, you're going to be so focused on emulating them that you're going to lose sight of the value you are Eighty percent of the population right now don't know their worth. Yeah, well, is that the truth? And I'm going to tell you a simple rule: whatever you're making an hour right now, if you're going to go out, if you're going to be the expert and, and whatever your topic you're going to go in on, you may not have to be certified for that. Some places, you, if you're going to do counseling, you got to be certified. If you're going to be a coach, you don't really need to be certified. You just need to know your stuff. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing, though: the, one of the biggest mistakes people make is when they're going out there doing it, they they get complacent, think they're bigger in them. They, they exaggerate to they say, oh, hey, I just made a million dollars this year. Meanwhile, they're 100000 in debt. Hmm. Don't play bigger than what you are. Don't say something you're not. All right? One of the things is if you're going to give people an issue, help them with stuff, remember, help them with a solution. So much solution to a problem they're going to be there. Just keep showing them the solution, no matter how bad. If you're not getting no clients in a month and mm. you're doing Facebook Lives and showing them solution, keep doing it. Do another month. That's that's an, another point. I think an awful lot of people kind of toe dip. They mm -hmm. stick their toe in. They do a little bit of work. And then, I mean, it's like a farmer. You can't go out. You can't plant one seed and then wonder why you don't have a crop. You've got to drown a lot of seed. water. And you've got to, you know, I mean, that is, and, and a lot of people think it's hunting, but it really is more like farming. And I think the way you approach it, that persistency you have to apply day in and day out and realizing that you're just as good at this as anybody else. And you need to not be the 80% of the population who don't know what they're worth. You got to find out what you're worth and make sure you put it out there. You got, you know what, think outside the box, man. I'm telling you right now, look, see that right there? It's a Guinness World yeah. Record. Hmm. Think outside the box. When you're thinking outside the box, you're eliminating the competition. And honestly, there's really no competition. There's billions of people in this world. Hmm. And I'll tell you right now, not everybody's going to like this person's style. Not everybody's going to like your style. Not everybody's going to like the other person's style. But they will go to someone. It might be you. might be this person. It might be that person. But I'm going to tell you right now, if someone's struggling with writing a book, if someone's struggling with a business, I don't give them heck. I don't blame them for it. I just say, listen, I welcome them. And you know what? My my deals right now are super cheap. They're really cheap. I mean, what's $1,500 to get your book done? That's nothing. $1,500 getting that US money. $1,500 that does everything with your book. I would even help you write a teacher a, a half hour worth of teaching face-to-face -face with me 
uh, until I finish training the rest of my staff because they're going to be all doing it all for me. And I'm not going to do any part of that business. But see, a lot of people don't know I have two publishing companies. One's my son's. That little guy that was just here. Mm-hmm. Put one together for him to make residual income going to a bank account for him. So when he's 18 years old, he could sell that business for millions of dollars and he'd be set. Yeah, I love cool. it. I love it. Robert, I just wanted to mention that this book cost me more than 5000 to publish. So if he's offering $1,500, you need to contact him right away. That is a great deal. That That's is- funny. And the people that you publish that with, I published one of their books. Wow. Well, I just, published, I just published I just published his book not long ago, the gangster mm-hmm. book. Because wow. he used to he used to be one of the uh the mob bosses. I just published his book and uh I if they're listening, hope they don't, but she has an actual picture exactly like this with her face on it. Wow. Oh, how about that? Wow. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> <laughs> I do write now. The thing is, people always say, Oh man, you write articles for Forbes, you can get me in Forbes. I'm gonna tell you right now, that's not something I just give away. No, it's you gotta you right now. If you if I'm gonna do a a, a mention of you or or an article of you that goes in Forbes, you Hmm. better be prepared to pay that price. Yeah, and I'm not gonna say it's small either. It's like anywhere from like twelve to fifteen thousand up US. Well, um, to mention just a mention alone is five thousand plus. No, and there are opportunities only get for the audience. That's uh, you've got an audience, and if people want access to it, that's part of the value you offer. Well, it's, it's sacred, man. I mean, you can't just give yeah. something like that away. If I let everybody in Forbes, and then they start going, around, "Oh, I'm in Forbes, I'm in Forbes," mm-hmm. Steve Forbes is going to be really upset with me. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> He's going to be losing a lot of business. That's mm. right. Speaking of Steve Forbes, I'm going to tell you guys a little something. Tuesday and Wednesdays, I work on something right now. And I think you can figure out when I say this these words here, screenwriting. Can you figure it out? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing screenwriting right now. I've been uh, – investor came to me. They said they want to do a, a movie. That's exciting. They want to do, do it about my life and the interactions with it. We're Good. working on who's going in it. This is the first time I've mentioned this to anybody, too. So oh. just to let you know, it's the first time I mentioned it. You guys pulled it out of me. Oh, so, wow. <laughs> we're doing screenwriting. We got some heavy-duty people on this on, on the, the structure with us. And, uh, yeah, it's involved in month time. It's going to be done. Gotta, not, it's it's, it's going to be filmed in Canada. It's going to be filmed in Canada. Yeah. Good. Okay. Good. Wow, that's so exciting. Congratulations. Congratulations. Now, will that you be in story. the movie? Now, here's the thing. Here's what I like to see. I've talked to everybody about and I think it's a great idea. It's on the, they're going to have a room like with a thousand people in it. Say mm-hmm. a thousand people all got nice tucks on, you know, uh, the women wearing nice gowns and that. So I'm going to fill the room with people I enjoy being around with. Good. You know what I mean? So here's the thing. I'm going to get up when I call it up. I'm going to get up. To receive this award, to check this out, I'm going to receive mm-hmm. this award. I'm going to get up, start walking. It's going to be the flashback. That's when the movie starts. Ah, that's cool. The movie goes right through. Once the movie goes right through, I'm going to, and it goes to the end part. I'm going to have like Tony Robbins, Danny, and all these Kyle Wilson, a bunch of them all lined up before I get up to the stage, and then my family at right at the stage part. So here's what I do. I go up, I grab Tony, grab him a hug, and all the rest of them all the way through, give them a hug, so they get to be seen. Um, and do cameo spots also in the movie. 
um, sitting there saying that what they think of me, blah, 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 and all that stuff, right? Now, check this out. Nice. I go to get up on stage and I grab my wife by the hand and my two kids are there. My two kids come up with me. We all stand on stage. This gets handed to me. But we're working on to have Steve Forbes actually hand it to me from Forbes. Oh, good. Good. Wow. I just, I just stand there and everybody stands up and clap. That would be a big deal. Good. That's the number of first. Good for you, Robert. Fantastic. Yeah. Thanks for sharing it here with us. We really appreciate First it. First, we never, never said a word to anybody. <laughs> well, we're glad that you felt comfortable enough to share that. That's quite an exciting project. Every time we meet up, I'm always enhancing something. I mean, it's always it's just <laughs> happening. It's just, hey, I'm blessed by God the way I see it. I never used to believe in God. I used to say good early direction. That worked for me at the time. Good. Now, now I mean, the family I'm with now, I'm married into a Christian family. Um, even though my mother-in-law still says once in a while, God's going to take care of your tongue. I said, no, nope, it's my personality. Leave it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Excellent. I've really enjoyed this show. We have to wrap up because our next show is coming up. But Robert, we have your information here. But for people who are on the radio or people can't read this banner, how can they contact you? Well, it's actually really quite easy. You can actually go to Magnetic Publishing 2017 at gmail.com. You can go to Lincoln. Everything's Magnetic Entrepreneur, Inc. Look around for Robert J. Moore or, you believe me, I'm all over the place. Mm. You do the internet, you can't miss me. So you can get onto uh, my, my website alone, um, Magnetic Entrepreneur. Um, I think it's Magnetic Dash Entrepreneur. I don't see it up there yet. Okay. Um, I don't but, see it here yeah my website my website's not there but my email yeah, is yeah i don't see I th you gave us youtube facebook linkedin email so i'll just grab that right now and i'll okay. tell you what it is grab that right quick okay perfect since i'm already on facebook watching myself already <laughs> <laughs> and you guys obviously <laughs> I send a lot of people your way. I eh? just let you know. I got another one. I just signed I up. Appreciate that, Robert. Oh, thank, thank you. you. That means thank a lot. You. There you go. That's my uh, website. Okay. You can go on there, look around. You'll see that I've been connected with quite a few people, like Les Brown. Uh, yeah, you, you name it. Uh, you name it. I've, well, I've dealt with a lot of people. And, and you know what? Eric Thomas. Eric Thomas was one of my coaches. Les Brown was. Tony Robbins for a little while. Um, right. But you see, now the people I get coached with now um, are actually inside Forbes. Mm. So, well, I mean, it's another level. It, yeah, it's, it's a great connection. It's a whole for you. different thing. It's yeah, a whole got, different thing. They got so much to offer, too. For there are an awful lot of people out there who want to get over that block and publish that book. And yeah. $1,500, what a great offer. That is a terrific. Uh, I want to keep it simple. I want to keep it cheap. I mean, it's. To me, it's not about the money. No. Now, I'm going to mention something right now before we leave. The, one of my, because I know you're going to ask me the last words. Mm -hmm. All these people want to achieve up here. They forget the middle piece. You know why they don't reach up there? They focus on the money. Oh, I'm going to be rich. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to money, 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 money. I got to have money. Or they'll sit there and say, well, how am I going to get that money back if I give it to you? Stop worrying about the money and worry about your, your passion. Work on your passion. It will come. Trust me, I was achieving a lot of goals, but I was broke. I was achieving a lot of goals, but I was broke. But then all of a sudden, I put my passion in there, started showing people a solution to the problem. 
all of a sudden it was like paycheck after paycheck after paycheck. And it was like, mm. not even paychecks. Cause right now, you know what? I love what I do. I really do. And it shows, you know, right. I'll go over and beyond. I always have hidden surprises to put people in. You know, I, I might put them on the front cover of my uh, magnetic entrepreneur, right? Brand them a bit, or I might do something. If I give you a shout out, you guarantee it. That's it's gonna it's gonna be uh, exploding quite a bit because I never give shout outs. I very rarely do. That's great. Well, listen, we got to wrap because I know Dr. Jacqueline, you're off and running Robert. in five minutes on another program. But uh, yes, but Robert, Robert Moore, what a great conversation what a great interview well, you've got so much to offer people need to look you up on your website and we got to get you back in a couple of months to catch up with you again man that's not hard to do that's not hard to do i got the calendar <laughs> good for you fantastic well very happy for you very proud of you and Thanks, thank you Robert. for coming here and sharing this information no and we wish good you day. continued success and we'll see you again in a couple months perfect yeah and uh, definitely be achieving more goals then too all right, fantastic. Thanks, 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 thanks for having me. And thanks for having me. And, and, and uh, congratulations Thank again. I think it's awesome what you guys are doing. Thank, Thank you. you. We appreciate it. Thank you. Cheers. Bye. Al, thanks so much. Over to you for you to share your information. I'm easy to reach. Uh, Al.cini at getbcat.com. So uh, just send me an email or give me a call at uh, 888 999 BCAT. Uh, and uh, let's talk about team building. Thanks, Doc. Okay. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. And I look forward to catching up with you soon. Uh, definitely. Have a great rest of your day. Thanks. You too. Bye. Bye thank you, everyone. Whether you're watching now or later, or listening now or later, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It means so much to have you with us. If you're on our YouTube channel, please do subscribe. It's so easy. Just click subscribe and you can even hit the bell if you want to know about the 28 shows that we have each week. Okay. I'm signing off right now to go over to the other studio for our next show, which is called Wild at Heart. Bonfire Talks Real authentic, uncut. It's our men's show. So please do stay with us for that show, followed by our women's show, followed by Talking Heads. Bye for now.